every now and again, my husband and I watch a TV show called Hoarders. It comes on the Learning Channel. Good morning, Denise. Comes on the Learning Channel. Marcus Paul, Junior Warhorse, where you been, man? Good morning. So we watch the TV show Hoarders. And we don't watch it regular, regularly, but when we do, I find it quite interesting. And uh, if you've never, how many people have ever watched the show Hoarders? If you've watched the show Hoarders, just type Hoarders in. Uh, if you've ever seen an episode. And as we know, if we've watched the show, the show is about people who um, who are 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 hoarders hoarders is a uh, is diagnosed as a mental illness um but what it is is you have people who over the course of a period of time months years over the course of of time they have accumulated and collected a lot of stuff. Good morning, Curtis. And these people, like, you can barely walk through their their houses, apartments, whatever the case may be. Most of the time it's, it's houses. It is very difficult for other people to maneuver and to get into the house. And they've collected stuff. I mean, like, stuff from fireplaces, TVs socks, old clothes, boxes, newspapers, um, toothbrushes, dishes, you name it, it it can be found in someone else's house. And Darlene, we have to be careful. You're going to hear what I'm why, why I say that today. We have to be careful, Q, when we call the stuff that we see on the TV show junk because as we know what one person may consider junk someone else can consider a treasure so and i'll and i'll piggyback off of that because it's absolutely necessary that you said that so we could talk about it a little bit later on so it's hoarding by simple definition not the medical definition not the uh, not the psychological term hoarding, but hoarding is simply the practice of collecting or accumulating something. And unfortunately, when we look at the show Hoarders, we see um, people who, like um, a couple people have said, we see people who we believe are collecting junk. Over the years, at a certain time in these people's lives, those particular items had a specific meaning to them. And the unfortunate part of let me ask you this first before before I go into that, before I go into that, let me ask you first. And you know, we see it on TV a lot, but how many of us know that we, there's some people in our family. We we know people like we've we've seen it in real life. It's on the show, but if you think real life, there are some people in your life, in your family, 
uh, that you, you know, the truth being told, like they, they're, they're hoarders. I mean, I know some real life hoarders. Let me talk with, let me, let me, let me tell you what I mean by that. When I talk about real life hoarders, let's look at this. Good morning, Marie. Good morning, Keitha. Uh, good morning, Shell. Good morning, Mika. Good morning, said Derek. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Let, let's talk about this. How many people do you know? Good morning, Ann, that still have those um uh flow model TVs. Floor model TVs. They got floor model TVs that don't work. Ain't been turned on in 20 years. And they take and they take that TV and they they use that TV and put another TV on top of that TV. And they got shoes from a, the previous century that they refuse to throw away. You know you got kin folks like that. We call them yeah, Karen, we call them pack racks or or we call them collector things. They got eight floor model TVs. You know what I'm saying? We know people like that where you can barely get through the house because they have accumulated stuff that they're not willing to get rid of. They accumulate physical things that they are not willing to get rid of. Whether it's old toothbrushes, old dishes. Then I'm not talking about that fine china. I'm not talking about things that you look at it and it looks good and it's shiny and it's dusted. I'm talking about people who literally have so much, they have clutter from the floor to the ceiling. Good morning, Sharper. Good morning, Antoinette. And so as we see people who physically collect and accumulate things over the years that 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 occupy their lives that prevent other people from being able to get into their homes so it is that many of us are not hoarders of physical things we are hoarders of emotional things an emotional hoarder is a person who allows some type of epidemic, some type of trauma, some type of ill will to hold their life hostage and robs them of their fulfillment. You may not be collecting shoes. You may not be collecting boxes. You may not be collecting old newspaper. But you may, you may be the type of person who hoards every traumatic memory, every fight, Every heartbreak, every traumatic uh, experience, embarrassment, and, and, and you hoard it, and you won't let it go, and you have to live with that burden of your life every day. You choose to live with it, or you're forced to live with it. The more we accumulate, the more we feel like we're insulated from the rest of the world and from the rest of our drama. We may not be hoarding physical things, but what are we hoarding emotionally? And sometimes, and if you want, if you remember anything about the show, the people who struggle with hoarding, when people struggle with hoarding, even when their family members show up and tell them about the negative consequences, health-wise, emotionally, psychologically, and even physically. We, they tell them about the consequences of keeping all of this stuff that prohibits clean air from flowing through. Even the thought of facing having to clean out sends them into utter chaos and panic and discomfort. 
Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Adriana. They get, listen, these people get fighting mad, Curtis, on the TV show. They get fighting mad when their family members or somebody tells them or somebody says, hey, we got to clean up all of this clutter, all of this stuff. We're here to clean it up because, one, the city is going to get ready to condemn your, your residence or you're sick. Your health is failing. So family members come in and tell these people, you need to clean up your house. You need to fix this clutter. You need to get rid of all of this quote-unquote junk. You need to get rid of all of this stuff. And what happens, it sends that person into a downward spiral of emotions because someone is trying to force them to get rid of the only thing that they feel they have control over. Some of us, our emotions, our pain, our issues, our trauma, our past are the only things that we have control over. And when people, and when people try to tell us that we need to, we must, we have to get rid of the only thing that we believe we can control, the only thing that we believe is ours, then it sends us into frustration, right? It sends us into emotional overload. Does this sound familiar to anybody? If you're still upset with something that happened 5, 10, 15, 20, and even 30 years ago, you may be an emotional hoarder. Good morning, Alicia. Alicia, good morning, Lisa. Adrian Jarrell, good morning, my brother. Ray Carolyn, good morning. You may be an emotional hoarder. If you still are upset or you still get upset with something that has happened 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years ago, then you may be an emotional hoarder. What are you allowing to destroy you from within? What are you allowing to eat you alive from the from within? What are you allowing to, to destroy everything about you from within? And I was watching one episode, right? I was watching one episode. And you would think that that a lot of people, or you would think of this particular lady, that she would have been upset with them telling her that she had to throw away the TVs and the big boxes of clothes and all of that stuff. And so what they did was they they actually tried to start her off with something small because she was frantic. She was angry. She refused to participate. She was trying to kick everybody out the house. She didn't want any help. She was good with them coming in, but she just was absolutely uh, petrified of, of having to get rid of things. So the psychologist that was working with her and her family member said, okay, what we'll do, let's start with something small. Good morning, Cynthia. Let's start with something small. So, so they, they, they started off with having her to try to get rid of a small toothbrush. Good morning, Dana. They tried to help her to get rid of a small toothbrush. Well, they said, okay, this is something small. This is something minor. You have several hundred toothbrushes laying around this place. Let's, let's get rid of the toothbrush. She wasn't ready to get rid of the toothbrush. She was absolutely adamant she didn't want to get rid of the toothbrush. Sometimes the things that people see, that people can look at your life and say, hey, you are to be able to get rid of that because it's
it's a small thing. It's a minor thing. It, it, you should easily be able to get rid of it. You should easily be able to move it out of your life and out of your way and throw it away because it doesn't have big meaning. Just because things may look small to you. Just because things may look minor to you does not mean that it is small or minor and has no major significance in the life of the person who it has affected and is affecting and has been affecting them for 20 and 30 years. Good morning, John. She refused to get rid of the toothbrush. And she started throwing out bigger things. She started throwing out bigger things. So we have to be careful how we classify other people's struggles. We have to be careful how we categorize and classify other people's setbacks and their pain and their frustration and their issues and their tragedies. We have to be careful how we categorize them because what can be minor in one man's eye can be major in another. As we said earlier, what you consider junk, somebody else can consider a treasure. And a lot of times the things, and I'm going to tell you, this is, this is for all of us, there are a lot of things that we are choosing to hold on to that's not good for us. We are choosing to hold on to things and hold on to emotions and hold on to experiences that are not good for us. And what it does is it affects, it affects the next area of our life. It affects the next place in our life. What you hoard and what you hold on to and what you refuse to let go from your last relationship, from your last marriage, can affect your next relationship or your next marriage. What you refuse to let go from your previous place of employment can affect where you go next. Many times if you look, if you look at this show Hoarders, right? And you, and you start looking at it from a, a, from a, a different perspective. It's not what other people are doing to you or saying about you that's killing you or destroying you. It's the things that you won't let go of that you house in your heart, that you house in your spirit. What you refuse to let go of and release in one area of your life can affect the next. How people, how, 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 uh, your, your, your last pastor treated you and how people in your old church treated you. You got to be willing to let that go when, before you move to the next place because you'll start holding people accountable and being angry and mad at people for something that you refuse to let go of. Because we, we, we don't see it, but we're, we're, we're emotional hoarders. I can't love you like I need to love you when you're angry at me for something that you won't let go of. Oh, my God. The people, listen, the people <clears throat> who are hoarders, listen, the decomposition, the decomposition of the things that they have kept in their house is what's making them sick. 
Mm. Oh my God. It's that that old boo-boo. Mm. That's making them sick. Help me, Jesus. It, it's the it's the it's the fumes of 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 urine that has sat and and boo-boo that has sat and the decomposition of all of those things that's killing them, that's affecting their health, right? So it's things that we refuse to let go that is 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 poisoning us because we choose to hoard all of this. We're, we're holding on to it and, and we won't let it go. It's not that you have to give it to somebody else. It's not that you have to make it known, but you got to be willing to let it go and get rid of it. But I'm going to hold on to this because it gives me something for me to say I have control over. You're right, Karen. You got dead rodents, dead cats, dead dogs. And then they're like, oh, yeah, 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 my bad. I, I, I did, I, yeah, I hadn't seen the dog in a while. But we have to be willing to let these things go, right? And some people, and I, I think I've, I don't know if I've said this before on, on, on the morning shift, but some of us like to, like to hold on and choose to hold on and collect these emotions so we have something to argue about. Because if we let it go, if we get rid of it, if we forgive, if, if we move forward, then we don't have anything to use as ammunition in our next argument with our spouse. Or with the person who has harmed us. Because when you get rid of it, you can't throw it back up anymore. When you get rid of it, you can't use it anymore. Stop hoarding those negative emotions and feelings. You're making yourself sick. Whew. When you hang on to hatred from things that happened 20 and 30 years ago, you're making yourself sick. Good morning, Erica. Good morning, Linda. Whew. When you when you can't get rid of the fact and, and can't forget and forgive your sister for taking your boyfriend in the 11th grade and it became her husband and they've been happily for, married for 25 and 30 years, you got to let go of that, sis. You got to let go of that, sis. It's killing you. She's happy. They're happy. But it's still killing you. You've been through three marriages, but you're still angry at that old relationship that did not work out. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. Because what we choose to hold on to and not get rid of are the things that's killing us. Good morning, Tawana. Are the things that's killing us. You'll never be completely happy. You may be content, but you'll never be completely happy when you allow all of this old stuff to accumulate in your heart and in your spirit. Good morning, Ava. Woo! They're dead now. Regina, good morning. They're dead now. That person is long gone, but you're still hoarding the emotion of the pain that they caused. They are gone. They dead. You got to deal with it. You got to let it go. 
You got to push it out. You got to force yourself. Sometimes you got to force yourself to get rid of the things that you know is causing you sleepless night, unnecessary heartache and headache. Let it go. They're, they're gone. They, they're not going to apologize. They can't say sorry. They can't say I was wrong. Morning, Tanya. This morning, for those who have joined in, we're talking about emotional hoarding. Mm. Talk about the stuff that we don't want to get rid of. And sometimes it's things that we do unconsciously. We hoard unconsciously. We emotionally hoard unconsciously. It's not something that we set out to do. You're like, you know, I'm not trying. It's not my intentions to hold on to these negative emotions. It's not my intentions to hold on to all of this frustration and this this suffering and, and all of these issues. But, but it happens. And what we unconsciously allow to accumulate in our hearts and in our spirits and our lives can impact us. And it'll take a devastating toll on you. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Katrina. Sometimes it's painful. But you got to say, you know what? I, I must admit, I'm an emotional hoarder. I'm an emotional hoarder. I hold on to it. And no matter what I try to do, I can't force myself to get rid of it. And so, listen, hoarding. All it is, is is people, they push down, look, they push down what they already have just to pile more stuff on. They push down what they already have to pile on stuff, new stuff, and more stuff while repressing and suppressing your pain. Of all things, you make room to hoard more emotions against other people and different people. Because we're not thinking that what we're suppressing and what we're repressing is is affecting our relationship and our family members. We don't see how us not dealing with things and us not getting rid of things affects our children. And you wonder why. Okay, let's talk about the show, folks. We talk about the show. We wonder why these people, their children, their children, their sisters and brothers said, you know what? It's been years since I've been over. It's been years since I've been around because I can't handle all the clutter. Because when I come, I can't get in. When I come, I can't, I have to, I have to weasel my way just to find a place to stand. And so it is in our natural lives with our families good morning felicia with our families that they don't want to come around your children don't want to be around you your brothers and sisters don't want to be around you not because they don't love you it's because every time they come over they gotta fight with the stuff you suppress they gotta fight with the stuff you refuse to let go they gotta hear about the stuff that you're still angry about that you're still mad about that you won't let go they fight and they struggle with being around you because of the things that you won't let go of. Woo! Woo! Yes, Lord. Yeah. Woo! No, it ain't that they don't love you. It ain't that they don't care about you. But your emotional hoarding is affecting them. They 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 having to fight through too much stuff just to get to you. They they're trying to fight too much stuff just to get in. 
They're trying to fight too much just to have a conversation. Because every time you talk to them or they talk to you, you're still talking about stuff that, that happened 20 years ago and 30 years ago and 15 years ago and 5 years ago. Stuff that you said you got over, but you keep bringing up in every conversation, at every family reunion. Your emotional hoarding is not just affecting you, it's affecting the people that love you but are tired of hearing about it. They're tired of listening to it. the show you know what I'm talking about these people they cry they cry because they try to help they they they, they try to they try to do everything they can to, to get you to see hey I'm not saying that it's not not doesn't mean anything so listen oh some things that that were good to you and valuable in your last season may not hold the same value in this season. So things that are no longer necessary, Lord Jesus, things that are no longer necessary for your progress and your development, you got to be willing to let go, eh? Yes, you got to be willing to let go because when you look at hoarders, they purchase things that may have been necessary or desired in one season of their life, but they didn't want to get rid of it. Listen, I know that God allows us to go through pain. I've been here, done that, y'all. I'm telling you, I got the t-shirt. I just don't wear it very much, but, 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 but God allows us to go through certain pains and certain struggles and certain issues yes and 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 for that season and time in our life and he uses it to grow us and develop us into the people that is necessary but once he uses it uh and, and uses it to to provoke us we can't hold on to it and use it as a defense mechanism for the rest of our lives what was good for that season may not be good for your next season but the hoarder, the person who emotionally hoards, says, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this because God gave it to me. He allowed me to go through it. He put it on my life, and so I'm going to use it. Yes, he gave it to you last season, not for you to use in this season. But because we are not willing to let go, we have unnecessary things and unnecessary people in seasons that they are not doing anymore. Yes, you liked it last year. Yes, 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 it was yours 15 years ago. But you don't need that anymore now. What purpose is it serving now? If you haven't touched it, if you haven't looked at it, you haven't thought about it, what purpose is it? Why Why are you still holding on to it? It's absolutely, it, it, if you tell me there's a reason for it and the reason for it to be used in this season, then you keep it. 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 I'm not saying you're not valuable, but you're not valuable for this season of my life. Whew. I'm not saying that you're not necessary. You're just not necessary for this season of my life.
And because of that, I'm, I got to, you know, thank you, Lord, for helping me this morning. And you got to say, okay, that's fine. I'm not diminishing. I'm not diminishing your value. Just say it. That for this season in my life, got to let you go. Whoo. 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 Don't be, don't allow yourself to be negatively impacted because you're an emotional hoarder. Force and fight your way to let go of the things that are killing you. Let go of the things that's hurting you. And maybe, maybe it's not something that's hurting you, right? Maybe it's, it's not something that's negatively affecting you, but it is holding space. It is holding up space in your life. Good morning, Captain Connor. Bad, good morning. Angel, good morning. It's holding up space in your life. It's holding space up in your life. And again, when we talk about suppression, you push it down only to pile more on top of it. And if you just got rid of what's at the lower levels, if you keep moving things from the lower level, you can make room for more. People can't love you like they want to love you. Listen, people can't love you like they want to love you when you're an emotional hoarder. Because everything that they try to do to love you, you reject. They can't get to you when you're an emotional hoarder. They can't get, they can't get, can't get deep with you because there's so much clutter. So much clutter in and around your heart. So much clutter in and around your heart. I tried, but I couldn't. You know, you've heard you've heard people people say that when you when you just when you just and they're having a conversation and they're trying to get you to hear their heart. They said, you know, I tried, but I couldn't. I tried to get through, but I couldn't. And because it was such a fight every time, I stopped fighting. Don't lose people. In your life who you who love you. Because they can't get to you. And can't get through the things that you have accumulated. That you've accumulated in your life. There were the, the same, one of the same shows that I was watching. All in the same context. They, they, these, were, these were young girls. <clears throat> who were trying to help their mother. Good morning Wanda. Junior good morning. Veronica, good morning. We're about to shut down, so you have to catch it on the replay. But um, these young ladies, they, they they were trying, again, to help their mother, right? And they they were in tears, saying, if you don't do something, you're never going to see us again. Because, again, when they would go, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't, they weren't able to, talk with their mother they were not able to have the mother-daughter relationship that they desired because their mother wasn't willing to give up and get rid of the things that she was accumulating listen at this said if, if you don't do something if you don't get this cleaned up 
If you don't get rid of some of this stuff, then you're never going to see us again. She lost her daughters that day. She lost her daughters that day. And it's time out for us losing people that are fighting for our love and we give them our pain in return. She gave up her children for things that no longer had value. Things that she didn't even know was there. What are you willing to lose? Because you refuse to let go. What are you willing to lose? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to sacrifice? At the hand of not giving up things that you hadn't that you hadn't touched and seen in years when all it takes is surrender and release surrender and release listen y'all that's all the time I got for today that's all the time I got for today mm mm I appreciate y'all for tuning into the morning shift. Um, appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your day. Hopefully I said something. Shift your day. Give you something to think about. Give you something to look at. Because it's important for us to be willing, you know? There are certain, certain people... Yeah, there are certain people that should never be a sacrifice for our past. Get what I'm saying? There are certain people who you should never sacrifice for your past. Like when I say sacrifice, give up, kill, lose a relationship over things that you that have already occurred, that have already happened. Certain, certain, certain people, certain people just don't, don't deserve that type of love or lack thereof. Never be able to receive the capacity of love that you deserve, that you desire. Holding on to things that cause you pain and stress and drama and sleepless nights and frustration. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to matter. Don't risk that being an emotional hoarder. 
Thank you for tuning in. Go on and make your day great. Peace. I'm out.